It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for... No, 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 no. Let's change it up. We're getting baseball back, so you know what? New intro. Who this? Baseball is back, and the Reds are poised for one of the best seasons in franchise history. Welcome into the Lockdown Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome back into the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and joining me today. Baseball is back. We're less than 30 days away from the new opening day for a 60-game season. The Reds, we will get to see Shogo Akiyama. We will get to see Mike Moustakas and we'll get to see Nick Castellanos in the lineup. We'll also see Wade Miley starting. We'll see Pedro Strope out of the bullpen, along with all the faces that you knew from last season. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're going to break down a little bit about this upcoming season. I'm so pumped to get baseball back. It's official. The players signed off that they would show up for spring training on July 1st and that they would sign off on the health and safety protocols, the commissioner then set forth that he would lay out a 60-game schedule. We'll have the specifics on that here in the coming days, but we know for a fact that the Reds will play in division 40 games, and they will play the AL Central for 20 of the rest of the season's games. So we'll see the Indians, we'll see the Twins, we'll see the Tigers, we'll see the Royals, and we'll see the White Sox, another team that was well-improved according to most national baseball writers over the offseason, but we have a plan in place. Confirmed also the Reds will get to use the designated hitter in all of their games this season, but that's only for 2020. More to come on that uh, during the course of the season and probably the offseason to figure out if 2021 will include the designated hitter or not. As of right now, no expanded playoffs. There's a possibility that could be worked out during spring training, but for right now, we're still looking at five teams making the playoffs for the National League. I firmly believe that the Reds are in good position to make the playoffs, even in a five-team scenario. Before we dive in, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds. We'll be tweeting quite a bit during this upcoming season. You can bet I'm going to be in on every single pitch this year. I am so stoked, man. I've got, I'm a grown man wearing a jersey. I know that there's takes out there that people believe that grown men should not wear another man's jersey. I think that's bull crap. I have a Joey Votto jersey on right now. I also have an Adam Dunn jersey in my closet, a couple other jerseys from other teams and stuff like that. I wear them all the time, and I'm happy to be wearing Joseph Daniel Votto's today in celebration of the fact 
that baseball is returning. Also, quick fun fact about history and stuff like that. Today, June 24th, 50 years ago, 1970, the last game at Crosley Field. The Reds actually won that game 5-4. to four. They beat the Giants and Juan Marichal back-to-back home runs in the bottom of the eighth by Johnny Bench and Lee May propelled the Reds to a victory in what was the final game in the tenure of Crosley Field. So shout out to those who have seen games at Crosley. I wish I could have done so. Sadly, it was sometime after 1970 before I was even born. But that would be cool to have gone back and seen some games there. So that's that's what happened 50 years ago today. Now, let's look into the future a little bit. Let's talk about some numbers. I shared a bunch of statistics on the Locked On Reds Twitter account looking at the Reds in their first 60 games from last season. Overall, the pitching looked pretty nice. The hitting, not so much, but you kind of figure that because that's pretty much the way it looked all season. We were happy with the pitching, and they really needed some help with the hitting. Specifically, last year in the first 60 games, the Reds, the most concerning trend that they had that really did not change was the fact that they struck out a whole bunch. In the first 60 games, they had 525 strikeouts as they were batting compared to only 181 walks. Hopefully, that changes a little bit here in this season because every single game is going to be an out-and-out war. We are not talking about a season where, okay, well, you know, maybe they'll right the ship. No, 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 no. The, The winner of this division might be only a few games over 500. In fact, 60 games into it last year, the Cubs and the Brewers were actually tied for the lead in the NL Central, both of them with 34 wins and 26 losses. Then St. Louis was right behind them at 31 and 29. Then you flip the script and Pittsburgh was 29 and 31 with the Reds at 28 and 32. Absolutely airtight race in the first 60 games for each of the NL Central teams last year. It's not going to take a whole lot. I mean, we're we're probably talking about a 5-6-7 game win streak, probably 7 or 8 game win streak and you've really got the driver's seat. And I think the Reds can put that all together. We're going to talk about a couple of individual players who both uh, are encouraging and are also concerning in their first 60 games here in just a minute. But before we do, I want to give a shout out to Rock Auto. Go check out rockauto.com right now for the best prices on all the parts that your car will ever need. They've got a very friendly user interface to help you find the parts that your car is looking for. Whether you need shocks, struts, brakes, tires, if you need some spark plugs, something like that, you can find it all at rockauto.com and you don't even need to know what they're called. If it's a more specialized part, you can find the drop-down menu, your 
make, model, year, specs, all that good stuff, and then it drops down all the different parts that are on your car so that you find the right one that you need. You don't. It's not a fill-in-the-blank. It's more of a multiple-choice kind of type test. If you were like me in school, you liked multiple-choice a lot more than the fill-in-the-blank kind. And rockauto.com has all the parts your car will ever need. And in the checkout section where it says, how'd you hear about us, type in Locked On to let them know that the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. All right, so we are confirmed that we've got 60 games that's going to be starting. It's either on July 23rd or 24th. As I mentioned, the specifics of the schedule will be out here in the coming days for the Reds. But we will be hearing the sound of the bat. We'll be hearing the pop of the mitt of a fastball. And it'll be at Great American Ballpark. I I can't wait for this to happen. And I was looking at some statistics from our wonderful Reds looking at the first 60 games for individual players. And when you talk about the best hitter on the team last year, it's obviously a Eugenio Suarez. So let's dive into him. His first 60 games, they were actually pretty solid. He he was hitting 278 with a 532 slugging percentage. He had 14 home runs in those first 60 games. And in fact, in his first 60 games, he had 60 hits. Now, it's not as if he had a 60-game hitting streak. That'd be better than Joe DiMaggio. But a very solid start for one A. Eugenio. And when you also look at another stalwart in the lineup and a guy that we're really hoping can bounce back because we were hoping he could bounce back last year and the year before that and all that good stuff, Joey Votto. Joey Votto wasn't all that Terrible. I mean, it wasn't Joey Votto-esque, but he still got on base with a 345 clip. He had six home runs in the first 60 games with 58 hits. So not bad at all. 11 doubles in that time span. He did only slug 394 as a you know as a whole during those 60 games. So not quite the Joey Votto that we knew in that category, but we've mentioned this before. Slugging-wise, we probably aren't going to see the Joey Votto that we're used to. Then you get to the pitching side. On the pitching side, Luis Castillo was absolutely killing it. In his first 13 starts that came in the Reds' first 60 games, he had an ERA of 2.26 with 90 strikeouts as opposed to just 36 walks. I know that, you know, that's one of the things that everybody talks about with Luis Castillo. Oh, he needs to rein in the walks and all that stuff. He's he's really good at pitching around those walks because there was only 47 hits in that time frame. Almost double the strikeouts that of hits allowed that he had in his first 13 starts. He was 6-1 and one for those of you that care about the win-loss record. The one thing that I will note, and, and we all talked about the awesomeness that was the end of 2019 for Anthony DiSclefani. The beginning wasn't so nice. He had a 4.97 ERA in his first 11 starts, which those first 11 starts came in the Reds' first 60 games. And for those of you that like the decision totals, he was 2-3 and three during that time frame. He had 55 strikeouts as opposed to 18 walks. So he, he kept the walks down, but he allowed 14 home runs in those first 11 starts. The long ball was absolutely killing him around that time frame. So looking at those guys, it'll be interesting to see how they 
kind of translate that to 2020. This is not to say that this is exactly how these guys are going to start in 2020. Just something to uh, think about. And actually, a very interesting thing as far as newcomers are concerned, Mike Moustakis absolutely murdered the ball in his first 60 games with the Brewers in 2019. He had a 589 slugging percentage. He hit 20 home runs in his first 60 games for Milwaukee. That, that I mean... You know, if if you kind of extrapolate from those numbers and all that stuff, if he kind of would have kept up that pace, he would have had 54 home runs last year. And I don't think we would have been talking about how good a deal that the Reds had, which some people think that, you know, they, they say that the Reds overpaid for Mike Moustakis. They would have had to overpay even more if the dude just hit 54 home runs and then hits the free agent market. But that being said, a 60-game a stretch, I read something the other day that Ichiro had a 60-game stretch, I believe it was back in 2003, where he hit over 430. Or not over 430. He hit 430 for a batting average in 60 games. We're going to see some crazy stats, hopefully some crazy good stats, for the Reds in these 60 games. But it's going to be a sprint. We talked about the not so good nature that David Bell had to manage every game like it was game seven of the World Series. I almost think that that's a good thing this year in 60 games because, I mean, the Reds' first 60 games came, you know, game 60 was on June 4th last season. Think about it. That was just a, that was about the time that we were all sort of looking at the stats and looking at how much bullpen usage they were getting, and we're like, you know what? Maybe he's uh, managing too hard. I, I think the Reds are poised, and that's not going out on a limb. But I think they're going to make the playoffs this year, guys. I, I, that's just going to happen. Just mark it down. They're going to the playoffs. That's a, that's what we're looking at this year. And we've got a month to talk about it. Now, tomorrow on the podcast, I think I said this the other day that it was tomorrow, but yeah, whatever. We're excited about baseball today. On tomorrow's podcast, Jason Williams will join me. We'll be talking about a couple of different things, the intersection of politics and sports. We'll also be looking at the whole thing with Marge Shot at UC, UC voted unanimously to remove her name from the baseball stadium today. I think uh, St. Ursula is going to expunge any reference to Marge Shot as well. I think the Boy Scouts of America, their, their, uh, their center there on Reading Road in Glendale, I think they're removing that as well. We're, we're going to dive into that because Jason Williams actually had one of the final interviews that anybody ever had with Marge Shot, and we'll talk about that and more on tomorrow's podcast. But that'll be it for today. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. I hope you're as excited as I am, man. I I hope that if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously ready for baseball to be back. Hopefully you don't hold a grudge. I get it. Look, the, the whole thing was really messy. We're done talking about baseball business now. Now we're talking about back to baseball here on the Lockdown Reds podcast. Now tell your smart device to play Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.